from the Mercy One Studio. Man Up, brought to you by Construction Professionals, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulus every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting today from the Mercy One Studio, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. I am Joe Stompulis, and today I am joined by Mary Gilfoyle and Father John Ricardo from Acts 29 to discuss their call, their movement, to start a National Day of Prayer and Fasting this Thursday, September 24th, start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle, and be a protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I'll get into the details uh, in the interview with them as far as uh, how this came about. But ahead of that, I want to read the proclamation that they put together. So Abraham Lincoln, in three separate occasions, uh, put together proclamations for days of fasting uh, for the country to turn back to God. And what Acts 29, what Father John and Mary have done, is compiled the three of them into one. There are some overlapping themes, but these are the proclamations from President Lincoln during the Civil War. So when you think about the, the civil unrest in a country, it was never worse than it was uh, in the 1860s. So inspired by the example of this is off their website, of the example of Abraham Lincoln, who at the urging of both houses of Congress, three times called for the entire nation to fast and pray. All men and women of goodwill were invited on September 24th, 2020, to pray and fast for God's mercy on our land in these tumultuous days for the healing and conversion of our hearts. And Acts 29 said they found no better words to express this intention of the day than those of President Lincoln. So all the rest of this I'm quoting is from President Lincoln. Whereas it is fit and becoming in all peoples at all times to acknowledge and revere the supreme government of God, to bow in humble submission to his chastisements, to confer and deplore their sins and transgressions in the full conviction, the fear of the Lord, is the beginning of wisdom, and to pray with all fervency and contrition for the pardon of their past offenses, and for a blessing upon their present action, their present and prosperous action. Insomuch as we know that by his divine law, nations like individuals are subjected to punishments and chastisements in this world, may we not justly fear that in this time of unrest, which now desolates our land, may be but a punishment inflicted upon us for our presumptuous sins and for the needful end to our national reformation as a whole people. We have been recipients of the choices, bounties of heaven. We have preserved in these many years peace and prosperity. We have grown in numbers, wealth, and power, as no nation has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We've forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. Intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace, too proud to pray to the God that made us. 
It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power, to confess our national sins, and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. And I do earnestly recommend to all people, and especially to all ministers and teachers of religion of all denominations, and to the heads of the families, to observe and keep that day according to their several creeds and modes of worship, in all humility and with all religious solemnity, to the end that the united prayer of the nation may ascend to the throne of grace and bring down plentiful, plentiful blessings upon our country. I further invite and request the heads of the executive departments of this government, together with all legislators and judges and magistrates and all other persons exercising authority in the land, whether civil, military, or naval, and all soldiers and seamen and Marines in the National Service to assemble in the preferred places of public worship on that day and there to render to the almighty and merciful ruler of the universe such homages and confessions and to offer to him such supplications as the Congress of the United States have in their aforesaid resolution to solemnly, so earnestly, and so reverently recommended. President Abraham Lincoln. We're going to have head to a short break, and when we return, Father John and Mary Guilfoyle from Acts 29, who are leading this charge to unite the country for a day of prayer and fasting, will be with us. So stick around, and we will be right back. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting Man Up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. My Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am joined today by Mary Guilfoyle and Father John Ricardo from Acts 29. Father John, Mary, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. It's nice to be with you today. Good to be with you, brother. Good to, and we're, we're on Zoom, so I can actually see you. This is exciting as well. This is very exciting. Uh, so obviously our listeners are, are aware of the work you guys are doing, and I, I prefaced it a bit uh, in the first segment, but wanted to have you on again. I listened um, to your I listen to your podcast. I'm a podcast junkie, um, and I listened to it, and you guys did this call for fasting, a day of fasting. My listeners know I get excited whenever there's a call for fasting, and we want to join you guys. So before we get too far into the guess what you guys are doing with this. Give us a bit of a background on Acts 29, uh, what you're doing, and then we'll talk uh, kind of about going forward with the fasting. Yeah, so so again, uh, especially for those who don't know us, so we're a, we're a small itinerant group of missionaries. That's how we describe ourselves, who have all been involved in parish ministry in a Catholic church 
for probably 20 plus years. I'm a priest of 23 years in Detroit. Mary was uh, been involved in parish ministry for at least that amount of time, even though she's younger. And um, I can right. say that, right? Right. And um, so we're, we, we're people who God has called out of parish ministry so as to help take care of parishes. That might be how I would say it. So people involved in the church tend to be engaged all day long uh, playing the game of whack-a-mole. And you're just putting out fire after fire after fire. And that was our lives in the parish. And God's pulled us out of that. And we have the luxury now to actually think and pray and talk and strategize on behalf of those who are still playing the game of whack-a-mole so as to try to help them. And one of the things you guys have is a, is a basically a weekly podcast that you're putting together. And also, uh, you're writing, obviously, a book is coming out. So you're also releasing media. And that's what got me on this. So I, I heard your, your call for a day of fasting, and it got me very excited. Um, and we'll get into the details. I talked about the Abraham Lincoln Proclamation that you guys are basing this on. Uh, and now your website has this. But four years ago, and some of my listeners may remember this, Father John, you, you delivered a sermon uh, and called the entire parish to fasting. And so then my radio show, some of our listeners, we joined you guys remotely uh, in Iowa. But how does fasting even work? And that's a, I get that question a lot. You know, what, why fast? How does it work? Can you give us a little, you know, maybe a theological background as to why we fast and how it works? Huh, I have no idea. <laughs> Quite honestly. I mean, I kind of jokingly say that, but I really don't. All I know is this. Uh, Jesus commands us to do it. He doesn't say if you fast. He says when you fast. And then there's that gospel passage, right, when Jesus heals the demoniac and the apostles are like, hey, we, we tried to do this and we, we couldn't, couldn't get anything to work. And, and the Lord's response is, some kinds only come out through prayer and fasting. Right. So it's like bringing out the big guns in your arsenal, right? So, and, it, and it would appear that we are in a mighty battle right now. And fasting is one of the weapons um, we need to... Uh, learn more about and recapture. It's a lost spiritual discipline, I think. No. So Father, you've mentioned you've mentioned Exodus ninety on your most recent podcast, which gets me excited. As a four time as an alumni, I don't even know what you call Probably, it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, but no, I, I think you're right, Mary. That that's kind of being rediscovered. Uh, we lost a lot of it, and I think guys just go listen to their podcast. They cover a lot of this stuff in their podcast, but it had been lost, and I think we're starting to rediscover it here. Uh, in the church, which I think is really important because we, we need it, Mary, as you mentioned. And it brings me to, to again, four years ago, Father, you had this call in 2016 to, uh, to bring everyone back to prayer and fasting because, as we knew at the time, it was an extremely contentious um, presidential race. And, you know, for me, one of the, I don't know, one of the craziest things was about a week, at a, maybe it was now three weeks ago, whenever you guys recorded your podcast, I replayed that episode. Uh, I thought, 2020 feels a lot like 2016, and I think we need some more prayer and fasting. So I replayed the episode from 2016, and lo and behold, a week later, apparently, Mary, you had been praying over a similar type of thing. Yeah, we had um, been preparing, um, praying with the scriptures for our next episode in our podcast, and so Father John had shared some some scriptures for us to think about and discuss and pray, and uh, unbeknownst to me what was going on in Father John's heart, um, I had reached out to Nick, who you hear on podcast mm -hmm. and father, and just said, hey, you, you know what? I just feel like, like God might be asking us to um, initiate a, a day of fast for the nation and to take the lead. 
And we didn't know if anyone else was doing that. Perhaps there were, we just weren't aware. But I felt like God was asking us to do something in a particular way. So I shot the text to Nick and uh, Father John. And I don't know how enthusiastic Father John was, but he'll share the rest of the story with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... Uh... I saw it, and I think I was, uh, because of what we had done in 2016, my, my gut response was, man, that was a heavy lift. It was an ongoing thing. It was a weekly fast, you know, at that time. And uh, so when Mary sent it, I'm like, hey, thanks very much. Yeah, we'll look at that later. And um, But as usual, she's spot on, and I'm the one who's, like, trying to catch up with the spirit. So long way of getting to, you know, the Lincoln thing, what, what intrigues me about what Lincoln called for, and why I, I love what Mary had uh, proposed for us to think about is he called the whole country to do it on just one day. And so uh, that was really easy to get behind. And especially because we wanted to be so focused, you know, there's so much going on right now in the country. And so the focus is very specific. The focus is let's get, you know, Catholics, evangelicals, uh, Jews, Muslims. I mean, all of us who have a tradition of fasting, right? Uh, men and women of goodwill, let's set aside a day to ask God for two things. Mercy, mercy on our country, and the conversion of our hearts. Not the conversion of their hearts out there, you know, the people who are whatever. Um, our hearts, my heart, start with me. And let's ask God to do what only God can do. Because as I look at what's happening in the country, you know, we talk around here a lot about solving problems and the key to problem solving is to identify the problem. And there are lots of problems in our country, but the root problem, the way I would describe it, is the heart, you know, every human heart. And only God can fix the heart. So politics are very important. Law is very important. Policies are very important, but they can't fix the heart. Only God can fix the heart. And that's what we most need right now, in my mind. You know, when you you mentioned the the juxtaposition of the 2016 call to action, which for those who don't remember was every single Wednesday, no eating at all until dinner time. When you break it with the fast, uh, you break the fast with the Eucharist uh, mass. And so that was, I mean, I was hungry. Uh, I mean, every Wednesday, I like to eat. I was very hungry. Um, and so to your point, not everyone can sign up for that. Not everyone can sign up for Exodus 90. It's, it's just physically too much. But we're talking about one day, one day. Uh, and again, this isn't just Father John's idea to come up. You know, this isn't something that Mary and Father John came up with. This is the Senate and the Congress and Abraham Lincoln came up with this. This happened uh, in the 1860s and it happened multiple times uh, and for good reason. And so what your vision is then, and this is where I want to see how we can help out. Your vision today is to, on the date, which I believe is the 27th, the 24th, 24th of September, last Thursday of the month, um, to have as many people of goodwill, as many people as, as possible, to do it for this one day. All right. What does it look like as an individual person? What is that going to look like to me? And then secondly, how are we getting the word out? Yeah, so I'll talk about what it looks like. Maybe American talk about how to get the word out. So it looks like, um, at least for those who are Catholic, I, I might describe it as something between a Sunday and a Good Friday, meaning find some way to just make this day have a very specific tone, even mentally. So Sunday means what? It's going to be a day set aside. Um, I'm not going to buy anything that I don't need to. I'm not going to shop. I'm, I'm going to treat it like a sacred day. 
and Good Friday because it's got a very particular tone to it, a reverential tone, uh, a, um, a, a tone of sorrow. You know, that we're going before the Lord with great confidence because we know his love. We know what he's done for us in Jesus. But we're really asking for a spirit of transformation, repentance, renewal, um, conversion in our country. So you get up. Uh, actually, I'd say before you go to bed the night before, you just call to mind, hey, tomorrow's a different day. Uh, Lord, I want you to just help me to stay fixed and attentive on what it is I'm doing throughout the day and why I'm not eating for those of us who can't eat. And then you just drink liquids until dinner. So forego eating until you get to dinner. And for those of us who can, you know, maybe find a way to get to church, um, you know, respecting social distancing and all we need to do. Uh, pray in front of the Eucharist. Um, if you're a priest listening, you know, maybe set aside that day, do exposition in your church or somewhere outside maybe. Maybe do something special at particularly, I'm thinking, the 3 o'clock hour. I mean, in, in my mind, I'm just picturing what would it be like if we could feel all around the country, everybody's knees collectively hit the ground at one particular time, asking God to do this, uh, to, to show mercy to our land and to bring conversion to our hearts. I think that's kind of what the day looks like for me. So I'm obviously on board. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on board. How do we get other people plugged in? Yeah, so if you visit our, our, our um, website, actsxix.org, we have a dedicated landing page to the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. There's a banner at the top. And if you click on that banner, we're going to have some digital assets that are available for any apostolate, any parish, any family, any organization that wants to spread the word. So email banners, social banners, flyers, bulletin articles, those kinds of things. And so we're in the process of getting a lot of that, um, a lot of that uh, good stuff uploaded this week. So again, it's actsxix.org. Yeah, and it's totally so, grassroots, right? I mean, yeah. Spread the word. Tell your tell your pastor. Tell your bishop. Write your congressman or woman. You know, like as you mentioned, Joe. Like ev this was done at the urging of both houses of Congress once upon a time. Why not now? Uh huh. And that that's what's so you know inspiring to me. And you know, I I look. I, I'm a, I love U.S. history. I'm becoming more and more into U.S. history and. So when you when you read that stuff in 2016 from Washington and Adams and, and Lincoln, you know, it gets me all, all fired up. And I, I think that's what we need to return to. How do we get President Trump likes to, to tweet a lot? How do we get him to tweet this thing out? Have we thought about a good strategy to do that yet? <laughs> so um, it's a great question. Um, so the, the, the strategy is if I can get him and Pelosi both to do it, it would be key. There we go. Simply because I, like, we really do want this to be uh, apolitical, right? Yeah. We want it on both sides of the aisles, or bipolitical, however yeah. you might say that. Uh -huh. And it's really, Joe, it's about the restoration of a nation. I mean, this is a land that has been blessed by God. Um, you know, this isn't a fast uh, geared around an election. Um, for a nation that needs to get her bearings again, to get back on her feet, um, we need to get on our knees first. And um, we've, we've had conversations with some partners and some great friends across the country who are getting the word out to the USCCB and a lot of other apostolates. We're partnering with 
um, a lot of um, evangelical leaders. Uh, so, you know, just trying to press into partnerships, those men and women who love our country. At the end of the day, this is our country. If you and, could get, God, if, go ahead. Say, if, you, if you could get Trump and Pelosi and Biden all to, to be on board, that would be, I mean, and, and heck, two of them are Catholic. Uh, I feel like we should be able to pull this in together. But again, in the spirit of the fact that this was a joint resolution, this was both houses or both the House and the Senate uh, in, this, in the 1860s that pulled this together. Uh, so I love it. I think there's momentum. I think we can do it. Uh, obviously, everyone listening, A, sign up, mark your calendar, and then B, spread the word as, as much as, as humanly possible, I think would be kind of the, the marching orders uh, for everyone, uh, everyone listening. Other thoughts on, on this day, uh, other, other thoughts on ways we can make it that much, you know, that, that special. Obviously, I love the idea of getting non-Catholics involved too. I mean, you mentioned that multiple times. Um, just other thoughts on, on how we can make this a, a very big day. I, I mean, I, I we're not in the middle of a civil war, but it's starting to feel like it. And so that's why I feel like this is the right time for it. Yeah, I think, you know, families can find ways to set aside time during the day. You know, whether you got young children, or you got, you know, uh, kids in high school or junior high. I mean, it's a great time to do all sorts of things. As you mentioned, your love for history, to learn more about the history of our country and and at the same time to realize that the mission of our country is still yet to be fulfilled. We have these extraordinary words about, uh, you know, inalienable rights and um, created equal, and yet we still have a long way to go before that's uh, in fact a reality, not just words on a page. So families can do things, uh, individuals can do things. Uh, many, you know, like I think it's 20% of atheists pray. Hey, this like, you, <laughs> This is a great thing for one of those people who's like, I'm not sure if there's a God, but if there is, I might just talk to him right now. Well, this is worth asking his help on. You know, I, I had two, uh, two quotes that came to mind for me. And again, the reason I think that you, when you're, your call for this is very, it's, it's apolitical, right? It's just in the United, we just want the United States to, to, to thrive. And you know, John Adams famously said, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate. Uh, for the government of any other. And I think that's what we're losing, right? We're losing, as polls would bear out, we're losing the, uh, the morals and the religious fervor of the people. And then John Jay uh, said, one of the most effective, effectual means of securing the continuance of our civil and religious liberties is always to remember with reverence and gratitude the source from which they flow. Yeah. And I, I think we're losing it. And I think that's why I'm so excited about this day of prayer. If we can unite the country, to your point, not just Catholics, not just Christians in general, but everybody, um, it would go a long way uh, in doing that. So, Father John, Mary, thank you guys so much for, for putting this together. Uh, I'm on your team. Hopefully, we can get all of our listeners and the whole country uh, involved. I love it, and I'm excited about it. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for spreading the word, brother. God bless. We'll be in touch. Stick around, and we will have be back after a short break. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Storm Alert Weather is provided by Divine Treasures. Divine Treasures is a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. Their mission is to help Catholics know, love, and keep their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and His Church. Divine Treasures is where you can find great Catholic books, beautiful Bibles, rosaries, jewelry, statues, and religious gifts for those memorable events in your life. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you to Divine Treasures for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. My help Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is the week, ladies and gentlemen. I know I got excited about it last month when I first previewed it, but this is it. It is here. It is on Thursday, Thursday the 24th. I'm asking you personally to join me. I'm also asking you to spread the word, get others to join. If you've got a, a Bible study group you're in, family, friends, anyone you can get, Let's all do this. Uh, let's join Father John and Mary, and hopefully people around the country, uh, in unity, in fasting and prayer for this country. As I mentioned in the, in the previous episode on this, you know, I, I think it's so interesting the Founding Fathers all understood the importance of prayer and fasting in their lives. Even those who I noted last time, you know, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, who, who quite frankly weren't even you know, notable Christians. I mean, they, they believed and they espoused the tenets of Christianity, but they didn't profess a specific creed. Uh, but they understood the importance nonetheless. You know, they understood that without God, without us turning over to God, this wasn't going to work. This nation required us as individuals to have uh, a need for God, a need to give what was due to God, and an understanding of the humility that we all have in the face of God. You know, the the Virtue of justice requires that we give to uh, to the other what is due them. Well, we can't possibly give to God what is due to God. Impossible for us to possibly repay it. But what we do is we show up at church on Sunday. We pray to him every morning. We, we give back to what we can to the Lord, understanding that he'll never make up for what he's done for us. But in a unique way, our country needs to do the same thing. It's just that we as a country uh, have been bestowed all these blessings from God the Father, and we need to with the virtue of justice in our mind, give back to what to give back to God what is what is rightfully His, and give Him homage. And we can do that, especially this Thursday. And so I'm asking you, my listeners, I'm listening. I'm asking you to to join me uh, in whatever way you can this Thursday in prayer and fasting. Really set this day aside uh, as a day uh, of of truly uniting uniting yourself with the Lord, uniting yourself with others around the country, sacrificing whatever you can in order to increase your prayer for our country. We need unity today more than ever. Thank you for joining me today on Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis. It is time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulis. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.